I'm so glad you can join me today. I'm Jerry Ann Seville, and the last several weeks we have been talking about Count It All Joy. If you've missed any of the past shows, I want to encourage you to go back and watch those and take notes and do whatever it is you need to do to get this message down on the inside of you. Uh, we established on the last shows that happiness is an experience from your soul. It's your mind, your will, and your emotions when things externally are going your way. But happiness can be a quick flip in your emotions. Something can change right away and your happiness goes with it. Where joy is a supernatural spiritual force that can be developed. It takes you developing it. It's your choice, but it can be developed and it can reside down on the inside of you even when you're going through hard times and challenging times. You know, when I was a kid, there was a song I remember singing, this joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me and the world can't take it away. Well, that's what I wanna to talk to you today is about don't let anything steal your joy. Now, Jesus warned us, John 16, that trials and tribulations and things are gonna come. Things are going to happen to us. Life's going to happen. But he says, be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. You have that promise that even when things happen that don't go your way, even tough things, challenging things that try to break you, that he says, be of good cheer. I've overcome that thing in your life. That's where faith comes is that when you put your trust in his word, that your faith and your joy can rise at the same time. The devil's after your joy. He's after that joy and he will bring anything and everything to try to steal that joy from your life. But you're gonna have to be on guard, be vigilant and make sure that nothing he does, no attempt that he does tries to steal your joy. I hope that you're getting that over the last several weeks, that your joy can remain full if you make the choice to put Jesus and his word first in your life, then your joy can remain full if you count it all joy. Joy is a spiritual force. It's something that the Holy Spirit gave us, and I've discussed this over the last several weeks, but it, oftentimes people let it lie dormant in their lives, and it's something that you're gonna have to activate and develop. Rick Renner says that joy is unaffected by outward circumstances. It is God's supernatural response to the devil's attacks. Joy is a spirit-given expression that flourishes best when times are strenuous, daunting, and tough. Supernatural joy will sustain you even in the toughest times but you're the one that's gonna have to activate that. You're the one that's gonna have to pull that out. You're the one that's gonna have to develop that in your life. Tough times are coming, but you have the answer to get through it, and that's staying in faith and staying in joy. There's a quote that says, stressful situations reveal what's in you. You find out what you're made of when tough times come. Matthew 12, 34 tells us that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth's going to speak. It's going to be revealed what's down on the inside of you. When tough times come, what's down on the inside of you? 
Well, you have that fruit of the Spirit down on the inside of you, and it's your choice to develop it during those tough times. Psalms 32 from the Psalms Now version, it says, the faithful and the faithless both suffer the uncertainties and insecurities of this life. We're all gonna go through stuff. But the children of God can depend always on the love of their Father. It is for this reason that there is light, even in the midst of darkness, incomprehensible joy, get that, in the midst of sorrow. And we can find a measure of happiness and well-being regardless of the circumstances that surround us. That's what supernatural joy is. That belongs to you, friend. That's something that's down on the inside of you, that regardless of circumstances, that joy can surround you. Jesus told us things are coming, but he can give you the hope the cheer and the faith to overcome because he's overcome for you. But you know what? Your attitude is everything when you're going through something. It's really going to locate where you really are. Do you believe this? Or are you just talking the talk? Or do you really believe that your joy can remain full when you're going through something? Do you react the moment bad news happens? Or is your first reaction I'm trusting God. I'm staying full of joy. This thing will not steal my joy. What's your response when something happens to you? There's a powerful illustration of this in the book of Acts. When Paul and Silas were thrown into jail, and I want to read that to you. After they were severely beaten, this is Acts 16, 23. They were thrown into prison and the jailer was commanded to guard them securely. So the jailer placed them in the innermost cell of the prison and had their feet bound and chained. But listen to this. Paul and Silas, undaunted, prayed in the middle of the night and sang songs of praise to God, while all the while the other prisoners were listening to their worship. What? These men had tapped into a supernatural joy. They were undaunted by their circumstances. And you and I want to give up and quit because we didn't get that promotion. Or we lose our joy because we didn't get to go on vacation this summer and everybody else got to. Or maybe we're still driving that old car and we're not very happy about it. We give up and lose our joy over some of the silliest stuff. Yet these men were undaunted. They were thrown into a dark prison and they made a choice that they were going to praise Jesus. They were going to worship and sing songs and not even be phased by what they're going through. So I ask you today, are you phased by what you're going through? Does it show on your face when your joy is trying to be taken from you that the enemy is trying his best to steal your joy? Can other people see it? Are you going to praise in the middle of the storm? Are you going to praise him and thank him and not even let it phase you? That's my question to you. It's your choice to remain strong, remain in joy, or to let the devil steal your joy. It's up to you. Watch this announcement and we'll be right back.
For the joy of the Lord is your strength. Joy is a powerful force that resides in your spirit once you've made Jesus the Lord of your life. In Jerry Savelle's book, The Force of Joy, you'll learn how to tap into the joy inside you. The choice is yours. You can will to be happy or unhappy. Choosing to walk in joy is choosing to experience the strength of the Lord. In this 3CD set, if Satan can't steal your joy, he can't keep your goods. You will learn how God's Word produces joy how and why Satan steals your joy, how to get back joy that was stolen, how to laugh more and cry less, and more. Be of good cheer, for the joy of the Lord resides inside you. Don't wait. Request this joyous combo today. The force of joy, and if Satan can't steal your joy, he can't keep your goods. Call or visit jerrysavelle.org and choose today to tap into the force of joy and experience renewed strength. Make sure you go to jerrysavelle.org and order the product that we're offering. I know that it'll be a big blessing to your life. So we're talking about joy, count it all joy. And I just told you a story about Paul and Silas bound in chains in a dark prison and they made the choice to praise God and sing songs of joy. And what we give up when things don't go our way, when our happiness goes out the window, we're like, let anything the enemy brings our way steal our joy. Undaunted, it says Paul and Silas were undaunted, prayed in the middle of the night and sang songs of praise to God. I wanna get to that place that no matter what comes in my life, that I'm undaunted by it. Don't you wanna do that too? It means not intimidated or discouraged by difficulty, danger or disappointment not even intimidated or discouraged by it. That's where you and I need to get to that place that we're undaunted in our faith. And when you are strong in your faith, then your joy is gonna come right along beside it. Strong in faith, strong in joy. Faith comes by hearing, joy comes by hearing the word of God. Staying full in his word can get you to that place that you're undaunted when situations come up in your life. Kenneth Copeland says that joy is a mighty weapon. In the kingdom of darkness, there is no defense for the joy of the Lord. Praise stops and steals the enemy. When he brings all hell in your life and havoc and chaos, and you decide to praise God right in the middle of it, you confuse the enemy. He doesn't understand that. That's your best defense, is that the joy of the Lord is your strength and it'll get you through this. Again, your attitude is everything when you're going through something. It determines your outcome and it locates you. Do you really trust God in this? I wanna read from my dad's book, The Force of Joy. He says, sooner or later, pressure will come. When people get under pressure, that's when they reveal what they are full of. Doubt, unbelief, anger, hostility, resentment, fear, whatever a person is full of will be revealed when the pressure comes. What's down on the inside of you, what you've dwelt on is what's gonna come out of you when the pressure's on. But again, those fruit are down on the inside of you and it's your responsibility that they don't lie dormant, that they just lie there not doing anything but that you activate those 
fruit in your life and allow them to become a spiritual force in your life. There's power. There's power in joy. There's power in faith. There's power in peace and patience. And that's been given to you. That's a gift from the Holy Spirit for you to succeed and win in life. So do something about it today. Activate that joy. I want to read James 1 to the message. It says, consider it a sheer gift, friends. Now this is deep. Consider it a gift when tests and challenges come at you from all sides. You know that under pressure, your faith life is forced into the open and shows its true colors. Ouch. So don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Let it do its work so that you become mature and well-developed, not deficient in any way. You are going to find out what you're made of under pressure. Your faith life is going to be forced out into the open when those pressures come. And you have the opportunity to pull on and draw that joy out when those pressures come so that the enemy is defeated in your life and he does not win. He's coming. He's going to try to steal that joy. But when you stay connected in union with Jesus, that when the pressure's on and your faith life is exposed, then it's going to be good stuff. That you're going to be made of what you say you're made of. And that's made of joy and faith and patience and all those fruit of the Spirit. I'm not saying it's easy. It's not easy. But it's something you have to develop in your life. You have to become disciplined in your life. You have to be committed no matter what. I refuse to let the enemy steal my joy, no matter what. Listen to this. Again, this is my dad's book, Force of Joy. He says, God wants his children to be winners in life just as much as we want our children to be winners. But in order to live a successful life, you are going to have to learn how to tap into these forces of life. Here's the key. You must learn to be diligent. You can't be sloppy or lazy and win victories. In order to win, you must learn and practice self-discipline. This is one thing that no one can do for you, not even God. This is something you're going to have to do. So again, it's so easy when life is going good that you say, I praise the Lord, I bless the Lord. His praise is continually in my mouth. But then when that pressure comes, that obstacle, that chaos comes in your life, you're going to have to dig in and do what you're supposed to do and pull on that joy so that your joy can remain full, even in crisis. It, if your life has been fruitless and powerless with no joy and you want different results, then guess what? You're going to have to do something different. I got to that place in my life. I wanted different results in my life. So I had to do something different than I had been doing in the past. And I'm telling you, you dig into the word and you get close to Jesus, then you're going to have victories. Now you're going to have to walk through some stuff, but there's always victory on the other side of whatever it is you're going through. And if you have to confess a thousand times a day that the joy of the Lord is my strength, then you do that. Confession 
is so important. What you're speaking coming out of your mouth, what you're believing and confessing out of your mouth is so important. And it's going to dictate what's in your heart and your mind because what it's down in here is going to come out your mouth. So you want to be full of the Word of God so that when those pressures and those trials come, the first thing that comes out of you is the Word, not the problem, not going to your friends, telling them, can you believe this happened and talking and putting it on your social media. Nope, the joy of the Lord is my strength. No one even knows you're going through anything because the joy of the Lord is your strength. Charles Spurgeon says in a sermon in 1871, he said, a joyous man is a strong man. He is strong in a calm, restful manner. Whatever happens, he's not ruffled or disturbed. He is not afraid of evil tidings. His heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. That's a strong man. That's a man who's tapped into the joy of the Lord. You can become unmovable and unshakable regardless of your circumstances. You can become that person. But again, I've been saying it for the last four weeks. It's in your union with Jesus. It's in your abiding with Him. It's in your dwelling with Him and taking this serious, being disciplined to get in the Word so that you're so full of the Word that when crisis comes, when you get knocked, what comes out of you is the Word, not the problem. You're so full that joy splashes out of you because you've been in union with Jesus. I hope you're getting that today. I want to read Romans 8:28. First of all, before I want to read that, I want to make it real clear to you that whatever you're going through, whatever trial has hit your life, maybe you're walking through something right now, that Jesus and God are not the cause of it, that the enemy is the one that brings destruction. His motive is to kill, steal, and destroy. He's the one that's brought that, not God. God is a loving father. But the awesome news in all of this is that God can take that mess and he can make something out of it in our lives. My life is living proof of that. I've made some big messes, but he's taken my mess and turned it into something beautiful. And he can do that. Romans 8:28 tells us that God causes all things to work together for the good of them who love him. The Passion Translation says, Every detail of our lives is continually woven together to fit into God's perfect plan of bringing good into your life. So you may have gone through a difficult thing just now, but God can take that difficult thing and turn something good into it. It becomes part of your testimony. So don't ever think that whatever you've gone through that God caused that on your life. No. He's a good God, but he can take it and he can turn that thing around and make all things work together for the good of them that love him. I'll never forget this as long as I live. Some friends of mine, Tommy and Lynette Roberts, they used to work at my dad's ministry and they had a beautiful daughter, Dominique, 18 years old. I think she was about to graduate from high school and she drowned in a park 
oh, it was devastating. We, we were there with them through that whole thing. But I will never forget going to the home going service of Dominique. And I watched Tommy and Lynette and their sons. They stood up there and they danced. They danced at her homecoming service. And it truly was a sacrifice of praise. I mean, they missed their daughter. They were hurting. But they said, devil, you're not going to steal our joy. Whatever you've tried to take from our lives, you're not taking our joy. And that was one of the big, biggest examples to me of what a sacrifice of praise looks like. And you might have to do that in your life with tears streaming down your face. And you raise your hands and you say, God, I don't understand. I don't understand why this happened to me, but I will praise you. I will praise you in the storm. And if you have to do that right now where you are, turn me off, lift your hands and begin to praise him in the storm. I heard a quote one time that said, faith may cry and faith may crawl, but faith is always moving forward. So if you have to wipe those tears right now and you lift those hands as a sacrifice of praise, I'm telling you, Jesus will meet you right there where you are right now and he can fill you with the joy. The Roberts, they miss their daughter still. They're pastoring, they're doing great in life, but they tapped into this. And so, uh, Jeremiah 31, 13, it says that I will turn their mourning into joy. If Jesus can do that for my friends, Tommy and Lynette, I tell you, he can do it for you. He can turn your mourning into joy. But don't try to do it by yourself. Don't try to figure this out by yourself. Don't lay there by yourself, crying your eyes out by yourself. Lean into Jesus. Say, Jesus, I need your strength right now. I need your joy. And he's like, I'm here. I got you. I can take care of this. That's what Jesus is for you. He's not just some Bible, you know, you just read your Bible. No, he's life. He's the source of joy. And he can give that to you right now in your darkest, darkest hour. Looking at a girl that's been there. I'm telling you, a few years ago, I went through one of the darkest, hardest times of my life. But I made a decision to tap into this. And that whatever the enemy brought to destroy me, he wasn't going to destroy me. And that I was going to tap into the joy of the Lord. And there were many nights I was crying and I was praising at the same time. But he was there for me and Satan was defeated. He didn't win. And you know what I did? I just kept doing what I'm supposed to do. Kept doing what I'm supposed to do. Just staying close to the Lord. And he's walked me through that. If he can do it for me, I promise you that he can do it for you. He's there for you. He's saying, I gave you joy. Just tap into it right now. Let me be your strength. Let my joy become your strength. Psalms 95, the Psalms Now version says, let us begin the day with singing, whether we feel like it or not. That's the sacrifice of praise. Let us make sounds and force our tongues to articulate words of thanksgiving and praise. I'm telling you, sometimes your flesh is not going to want to do it. Your flesh is not going to understand. 
nothing's going right in my life. Why in the world would I be praising God right now? Well, we're not praising God for the challenge or the storm or the trial, but we're praising him for what he will get us through, what he can do, and that you're confident in his ability to get you through that. That's where the joy comes. I'm telling you, it works if you do it. Abide in him, dwell in him, and he will be your joy. He will give you that joy, abundance of joy. Watch this announcement and we'll be right back. For the joy of the Lord is your strength. Joy is a powerful force that resides in your spirit once you've made Jesus the Lord of your life. In Jerry Savelle's book, The Force of Joy, you'll learn how to tap into the joy inside you. The choice is yours. You can will to be happy or unhappy. Choosing to walk in joy is choosing to experience the strength of the Lord. In this 3CD set, if Satan can't steal your joy, he can't keep your goods. You will learn how God's Word produces joy how and why Satan steals your joy, how to get back joy that was stolen, how to laugh more and cry less, and more. Be of good cheer, for the joy of the Lord resides inside you. Don't wait. Request this joyous combo today. The force of joy, and if Satan can't steal your joy, he can't keep your goods. Call or visit jerrysavelle.org and choose today to tap into the force of joy and experience renewed strength. I hope that you'll go to jerrysavelle.org and order those products. That is our last week that we're offering these. So make sure that you go and avail yourself to these. They're powerful tools to keep you charged up in your faith and your joy. So we're talking about the sacrifice of praise, that it's going to have to be an act of your will, that when you're in a dark time in your life, that you say, I'm going to stay joyful no matter what, that I'm going to praise. Psalms 35 says, weeping may last through the night, but joy comes in the morning. Man, have I been there. Weeping may last through the night, but joy comes in the morning. Psalms 119.2 says, what joy overwhelms everyone who keeps the ways of God, those who seek Him as their heart's passion. That's got to be priority in your life, that you're seeking Him so that your joy can remain. My dad says that remaining joyful gives God something to work with. He wants to bless everybody, but He can't bless those who give up and throw in the towel. Proverbs 28, 20 tells us that the faithful man, that's the key word right there, the faithful man will abound with blessings. When you're faithful, then God's going to reward you. He's going to give you the desires of your heart. He's going to help you walk through this situation in your life. There's reward in standing. There's reward in faithfulness. There's reward in staying joyful no matter what. And I hope that I've stressed that to you the last several weeks. If you missed any of this, go back and watch it so that your joy can remain full no matter what you go through. You have a God that cares about you, who loves you, who's given you and equipped you with the tools to get through life, to be victorious, to be successful in every area of your life. But it's going to be your responsibility to activate and develop that in your life. 
don't delay. Go to jerryseville.org and get the product. I know you'll be blessed for it, by it. And I've had such an awesome time with you. And I hope to see you again real soon. Remember that your faith can overcome the world.